I can tell you from my like being fortunate enough to have success in this industry that the people who are just good, cool people invariably are the ones who end up being successful. That's Jimmy Callahan, an actor who's booked over 70 commercials. He now uses his expertise to teach classes at the Second City and the Green Room Studio in Chicago. And I'm Lee Foster. You're listening to Action, a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of acting excellence. On this episode, the do's and don'ts of networking in the acting business. This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash actionpodcast. One title that I highly recommend is Notes to an Actor by Ron Morosco, the teacher on the first nine episodes of this podcast. When it comes to the commercial industry and the acting industry, a lot of people will talk about the necessity of networking. Um, and it's an often misunderstood uh, topic and, and people kind of will go about it the wrong way uh, oftentimes, like either being a little bit, a little bit too obsessive with networking or just not really understanding how to effectively network. So I like to talk a little bit, uh, a little bit about that today. Um, so let's say, um, let's say that, you know, you've, uh, you've gone forward and, and you've done the necessary networking in order to get an agent. Let's just assume you have an agent right now. Um, now what, you know, so you, you've got an agent. Great. Like it took you perhaps, uh, maybe you fell into grabbing an agent or signing with someone, or maybe it took you a really long time. You finally have your agent and you want to get going. Um, well, it's still a, um, you know, a kind of a touch and go area, uh, uh, you know, from here on out because they still need to have an audition for you. You know, it, if, uh, if there aren't any jobs out there for you, then you're not going to get an audition. It's just kind of like the way it works. So, um, but that doesn't mean that you can, you still aren't supposed to be developing a relationship with your agency. So one thing that, um, that I recommend and that actually like my, my New York agent uh, professes is that you need to be talking to your agent at least once every three weeks. So if, you know, if it's low and there aren't any uh, auditions out there or whatever, you haven't heard from them with, uh, within three weeks, then you should make a call. Um, hopefully you have a reason to call, you know, it's not just, uh, Hey, just wonder if there's any auditions out there, because if there are any auditions, you're going to be getting a call, you know, or, or an email, but have a reason to call either you're in a show or you're taking a class uh, or, you know, you got feedback from an audition or, or wanted to let them know like how an audition went and don't be that person who's like calls up after every audition, like nailed it. Just want to let you know I nailed it. It's like, don't be that person. Just guy, you know, call um, with some, uh, some honest uh, feedback from your audition, like how you think things went, you know, um, or, uh, or people who you might've met, um, oh, I, I, I read with this guy, you know, this, uh, this session director at, uh, whatever, uh, you know, casting agency and, and he was really cool or, um, you know, just trying to, trying to start a dialogue with your agency and your agent should not be annoyed by that, by you staying in touch, uh, every few weeks because they're working for you and it's, it should, it's their job to get to know what your personality is like and how are they going to get to know who you are like or what you're like, unless they're talking to you, unless they are having a conversation, having a dialogue with you and, and don't just stop in. Like, don't just, you know, come in unannounced unless you know that your, your agent's office allows that, uh, you know, some agents are cool about having actors stop in and say hi. Uh, some agents, you know, they're, they're busy. They're trying to get extra shots. And so they don't want 
their personnel being, you know, tied up in conversation when they should be like looking at breakdowns and stuff like that. So, um, so if, uh, if you know that it's okay to, to stop in, sure. You know, you can do that every, every few weeks or like every couple of months. Um, but, uh, but if you're unsure, don't, <laughs> or, uh, or maybe call ahead of time to say like, Oh, I'm in the neighborhood. I just wanted to stop by and see, uh, you know, say hi or whatever. Um, so it, it's, again, it's about developing a relationship, um, a, a working relationship, and then perhaps like a working friendship or a friendship with your, with your agency, uh, and all the people in, in your agency. Um, because they're, again, they're supposed to be working for you, but they have to know what kind of roles to send you out for. And that's based a lot on your type and your personality. So, uh, get to know, you should know all the names of the people in your agency. Like, don't be that person who's like, I don't know, I don't know which agent sent me out on this. Um, you need to know everybody in your agency, their names, and, you know, get to know them as much as they're trying to get to know you. Because again, they're working for you and, and they don't get paid unless you get paid. And you should, you should have an understanding of who is working for you. Um, casting directors. Once you get an agent, it's really not your place to be, you know, reaching out to casting directors on your own because your agent's supposed to be advocating for you. So they're supposed to be getting your foot in the door. Uh, if you haven't been into a certain office yet, they're supposed to be fighting for you and trying to get you in there. And then it's your job to do a good read and act like a professional when you're there. And then you're going to make a good impression. But um, so your agent's supposed to make that intro. But after that, once the introduction is made, then it's up to you to make that good first impression or to make that, to keep that good ongoing impression. And part of that is just by being a good person, saying please and thank you and remembering people's names, you know, be it the person who's signing people in uh, or the session director, the one, the cast director who's actually auditioning you in the room. And those people are really, really important because they have the power to make you look very good in an audition or they have the power to say, eh, you know, uh, that guy wasn't really right for this. So you need to also start developing relationships with those session directors. And that's not something you force, you know, your best friends with everybody right away, but it just starts like any kind of relationship, any kind of friendship. Like, first of all, learn their names. They're going to know your names. Uh, they have your headshots. They've got your name. They see your name on the sign in sheet. They hear your name from the, um, uh, from the slate and everything. And cast directors are really good with names and faces. So they're going to know your name. So, you have a lot less names, a lot fewer names to to uh, to know, but ask them. If, if it's your first time auditioning with somebody, um, they're calling you in and uh, it's like, oh, uh, hey, I'm sorry, what was your name again? You know, you get their name. Remember it. Write it down. Like, start to know who the people are in those casting offices because, again, they have the power to potentially help you get a job or to take a job away. Uh, and a couple little little anecdotes from that. I mean, um, being around casting offices and, uh, and having relationships with those people over the years, I've heard some crazy horror stories of, uh, no, not like horror stories, but, but acting horror stories of people who have perhaps not done the right thing or not treated people the right way in a casting office. And then you get blacklisted, you know, it's like, Hey, I don't want that person in my room anymore. Like this one guy in, in Los Angeles, I know that, uh, he, um, it was like a, he was supposed to be like a bank robber for like a, home security commercial or something. And he brought a gun into the, into the audition. And, uh, and I think, I, I think I actually mentioned this uh, in an earlier podcast, but, mm -hmm. um, but he brought a gun into the audition. It's like, 
what are you doing, man? Like, you know, that, that guy and the cast director was super freaked out and uh, never called that guy in again, you know, or in other scenarios, um, you know, being, being incredibly late all, you know, uh, time and time again, um, that's going to get you on the bad side of casting. Um, you know, just, just in, inappropriate behavior. Um, and, and uh, a, a session director is going to tell the main um, casting director, the one who owns the business, uh, hey, don't bring that person in anymore, you know, or uh, like, I, I don't feel comfortable with that person in the room. Conversely, the cast director could, uh, the session director could be fighting for you also. Like, no, 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 Lee does really good work. Like, I, I know he can do this. Or um, I remember when I was uh, first starting out here in Chicago and, and, um, and I, I wasn't doing uh, uh, what the director wanted me to do in a callback. Uh, I wasn't listening. I wasn't paying attention. I, I thought that I knew what I should be doing instead of actually listening to what, what he was asking me to do. And so I did a few takes, did a few takes. And I thought I was, I thought I was just hilarious and I was, you know, really killing it. Um, and he said, thanks. I left and I was like, all right, that was, that was really good. They call less than five minutes later from my agent saying, Hey, they want to see you back in there, uh, you know, for the, you know, to that audition or whatever. So I, I ran back over there. Um, and the session director, from that particular audition stopped me outside the room before I went in. And she was like, Jimmy, listen, just do this. Like, this is what the director wants you to do. You know, like, don't try to do anything more than that or whatever. So I went in and I did that and I was actually listening and actively listening and I booked the job. And that happened to be like, you know, one of my first national commercials made a crap load of money off of it. And that was all because uh, that, particular uh, session director when I left the director was like I you know I really like him but he's just not listening and she was like no no no. I know that Jimmy can do it like let me get him back in here so like she actually like stepped up to the plate for me and and said like hey no this guy's good and I wouldn't have gotten that job had we not already had like a little bit of a rapport and Mm -hmm. you know she thought I was cool and like I I respected her and like I knew her name and everything so, I mean, you better believe that, like, I got her a bottle of wine and stuff because of, uh, because of her doing that for me. But, but those are the types of things that can potentially happen just because you're developing those relationships and you are networking. You're being aware. You know, it's not all about you. There's so many different people um, who are a part of this, this whole industry trying to get people work and trying to, you know, create commercials. And, and so many different people uh, in play besides you. So be aware of that. Be present. Be be aware of the, the people around you. Like I said, be it, it doesn't even matter if it's an intern or the, the head of the casting office or, or fellow actors. Don't think that the the waiting room for an audition is like a like this cutthroat environment. Um, especially in Chicago, it's more of a community and uh, and the more you treat people with respect and the more people respect you, the further you're gonna get in the business just because why wouldn't people want to work with somebody who just seems cool and calm and collected and, and like and not out to get other people, you know? Um, so pay attention to names, uh, get to know the session directors. Um, if you, if you do book a job, um, that's when you can like start to, that's when you can actually contact the cash director on your own. Like, otherwise it's like your agent's job to get you in the room. But if you book a job, it's completely appropriate to uh, send a thank you note. Um, you know, just like a quick little, uh, hey, I really appreciate you bringing me in for the job. And, uh, I, you know, I hope to you know, come in for, you know, more stuff, uh, more stuff soon or whatever. Um, just like a really quick little, little thank you note. It 
hopefully they get a chance to read it. Maybe they won't, but uh, that can go a really long way, especially like a handwritten thank you note. What you don't want to worry about is like sending cast directors a lot of gifts and stuff. And like, it almost seems like a bribe. Um, never, ever, ever send a casting director uh, money. <laughs> like there's this one person uh, I know who, uh, who like sent like a hundred dollar bill to a casting director just to bring him in for an audition. She's like, and she sent it back. She's like, what are you doing? I can't take this money, you know? Um, oh, so man. don't, don't send money. Don't worry. I mean, like, Sure, around the holidays, you can send them, like, you know, a bottle of wine or whatever. But I, if you've ever been into a casting office around the holidays, you know that they have – they're just, like, sick of seeing chocolate and sick of seeing, like, food, gifts and stuff. They're just everywhere. And, like, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they'll appreciate it. But, but you know what they'll appreciate more is something that's personalized because you've developed a relationship. And it's, like, you know that this one cast director, like, loves her dog or something. And you got, like, her – a gift for her dog like randomly or something like that means more than just like getting them, you know, Fannie Mae candies. And then they're not going to like bring you in more because you got them chocolate, you know, like a personalized note or like something that, that shows that you actually pay attention to who they are as a person too, will, will mean so much more than, than just like getting them an edible arrangement. Um, so like, don't, don't worry about spending a whole lot of money on, on cast directors to like woo them. It's more important that you do a good job in the room. That's what's going to make them bring you back, um, not because you got them food. But a thank you note, sure, that's completely appropriate when you book a job. If it's like if it's your first audition with a th- with a casting director, uh, they like they finally brought you in. Sure, I, you know you could send a thank you note for them. Like I just really, uh, it was great to be able to you know come in to read for you. I look forward to you know uh, many more auditions or whatever. But do not send a thank you note after every audition. That's like, that's just unnecessary. Like that's their job to get you in to the room. So they don't need to be thanked for just continually doing their job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then, yeah, if you do, if you do book a job, you know, you're excited. Um, that doesn't still maintain a sense of professionalism and be present, pay attention to people, pay attention to names. Again, it's not all about you. Uh, there's a lot of people who are working to make this commercial happen. If you book the job, know who the director is. Pay attention to who the director is. Uh, perhaps, like, you might be able to get into uh, have a conversation with um, someone from the advertising agency, one of the creatives or the producers, the creatives being, like, one of the copywriters who wrote the spot, just to say thank you. You know, hey, I just want to say thanks for having me on set. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to it. You don't have to say anything more than that. You know, act like you've been there before. Um, but... If you are able to talk to the director between takes or like, you know, at lunch or after the shoot's over and just say, oh, thanks. I really, you know, I appreciate you having me on set. Uh, would it be okay if we, like, could I get your contact info to stay in touch? Like sometimes, uh, sometimes directors are totally cool with that. Sometimes they don't really want direct, uh, actors to have their uh, information, um, but it doesn't hurt to ask. Uh, and then that's also building your network. And it's a way also to get them a direct thank you note instead of, you know, because if you're, if you send a, a, a handwritten thank you note to the production company, sometimes the director is going to get it, sometimes not, you know, because they don't usually have an office there. So the most direct way would be to be able to send the director an email. Um, so, you know, try to get their email address or, you know, see if they're on Facebook, or whatever. Uh, once the shoot's over, send them a thank you note, nothing flowery, nothing, you know, like too needy or anything, just 
want to say it was great working with you. We had a lot of fun on set. I uh, hope to do it again. And that's it. And they will remember that, you know, they will remember that the, the actress who took the time to, uh, to be appreciative and to act like a real person instead of being needy or being, um, you know, acting like they deserved something. Um, but again, be cool with it. Nothing, nothing too flowery, nothing too, uh, intense because that'll be a turnoff just as much as not doing anything. <laughs> um, and, and the same thing for the, the advertising agency. You know, if you get the email address of one of the copywriters or, uh, or the producers, it, uh, and, and, uh, not only to send a thank you note, but also to, uh, hopefully get a copy of the spot. Like once the spot airs, um, you know, email them and saying, you know, uh, thanks. I really appreciate you having me upset. And, uh, would it be possible to email me a copy of the spot? You know, cause you want to start to collect your work once you start booking stuff so that you can potentially build a reel, uh, put it on your website, um, or, you know, spread it on social media. Um, I, I'm never really a fan of people networking by, like posting every time they have an audition or, you know, like when audition today, hashtag nailed it. It's like, no one needs to hear that, but yeah. it's totally, it's totally fine. Like when you do book something, just say like, Hey, just want to show you, uh, or just wanted to, uh, post this commercial I just did, you know, whatever. Um, like nothing again, not bragging, not humble bragging, just like, Hey, here's a spot I was in. And then people click on it, whatever. And they see your work, but also, it's uh it's building a little bit more of an audience. So if you know, if they're put starting it up on YouTube and and you're promoting it, then it's naturally gonna get more views and you're just helping out your own cause because if you're if the commercial's successful and uh it gets more views, then the likelihood of them continuing to air it is gonna be greater. So that's just like that's smart networking. That's not bragging, that's just like getting your stuff out there. Beyond that, networking is all about like like build, building a network, you know, so it's not <clears throat> It's not just like how to talk to people. It's uh, building a collective. Uh, there's there's a strength in numbers, and there's also like uh, opportunities will will be created out of meeting people and being just a cool, chill person. You know, so don't shy away from other actors. Like you should be you should be uh, pursuing other actors. Go see shows. Um, again, don't think of the waiting room as a cutthroat environment. Uh, talk to the person sitting next to you after you've uh, studied your lines and stuff and sell your sides, you know, like, you know, you never know what connection is going to be a good connection because, uh, I can't tell you how many different times either another actor has helped me out or I've helped another actor out either getting a job or, you know, getting a referral, um, getting in, uh, a new agent, uh, so on and so forth. Um, it's, uh, while this is a, a big, crazy industry, it can be really small at times. And I can tell you from my like being fortunate enough to have success in this industry that the people who are just good, cool people invariably are the ones who end up being successful. Um, so you just want to be one of those people. And networking is it's not about being sleazy and it's not about being uh, fake to anyone. It's just about being a real courteous person. I mean, think about like how your parents raised you, hopefully. You know, say please and thank you. Um, learn names, like I said, and listen. Treat people with respect. Be present, and you're going to go a lot farther than you think possible. That's great. That's great information. I just had a 
I kept writing questions down, and then you kept answering them. So, um, <laughs> just uh, just out of curiosity, I'd like to hear your thoughts on one thing that that uh, that I ha- that happened to me recently. I have um, one specific photographer, and this is not um, acting related. This is uh, commercial. He's a commercial print photographer. Yeah. And uh, over the years, he's booked me on a ton of stuff, and and it's like he'll he's made a bunch of different stuff. So. He likes me. We're kind of like buddies, you know, at this point. We, like, can shoot the shit with each other and, like, joke around and stuff. And Sure. Um, so I sent him uh, I sent him a $50 gift card to AMC, like the theater company. And uh-huh. I was just thinking, because I was thinking, like, what should I, what can I get this guy to, like, just as a thank you for all the, the you know, he's made me tens of, tens of thousands of dollars. So I didn't think that it was much. I didn't think it was a big deal. So I sent it to him just thinking, yeah, he can like take his kids or whatever. And the note was like, Hey, thanks for all the work over the years. Uh, have a good, whatever. And I told like somebody that, and they were like, Oh, he's definitely going to see that as like a bribe. as like a yeah. bribe to be like, Hey, keep, keep working with me, please. <laughs> or something. So yeah. I, and then I felt like, Oh shit, I guess I shouldn't have done that. What do you think? Well, um, it, you know, it really kind of depends on the person. I would say uh, everyone who I've talked to who's been in that position on the other side, the receiving side of it, um, it's their job to do whatever it is they're doing. You know, if they're a photographer, it's their job to shoot uh, good shots. Uh, if they're a cast director, it's their job to get good people in for roles. If they're a director, it's their job to make a commercial or, or whatever look good. And so you just like doing good work and helping them look good is enough of a reward. You know, mm-hmm. like they're, they're still getting paid. Like it's not like they're not getting paid unless you give them something, you know, like they're getting paid, you know, trying right. Um, and, and if you're, if you're getting repeat work with somebody, that's awesome. And you're developing a relationship with those people. But at least in my experience, none of them think that you owe them anything. Like right. they just, they just like working with good people. Now, what you can do though is, I mean, if you, if you're, you know, continually working with somebody, um, and, uh, it's like, oh, this director keeps on hiring me or whatever, but you're like, what would you do in, what would you do in a regular situation? If like, if you like kept on seeing the same people over and over again, like, you know, if it's like a buddy or if it's like a girl, or whatever, like, you kind of like, you ask them out, you know, you want to like see if like they, it's, it's more about like building that friendship and not like repaying them. So say like, oh, hey, uh, can I, maybe we can grab a coffee sometime or uh, grab a lunch or um, like, I really want to take out dinner to say thanks forever. Like that sort of thing. Um, so, some people won't be up for it. Uh, but again, it doesn't hurt to ask. But um, uh, like grabbing a drink with somebody uh, and, and taking that like working relationship perhaps to like a friendship level. Um, and again, not being like creepy, not like uh, like you're hitting on you know, yeah. direct, you know, director. Or, yeah. Can or I, director hey, can or I whatever. watch your kids next weekend? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, but just like developing a friendship like that, that's invaluable. I mean, cause, cause then you've got like this person who, okay, we've worked together. We know we like each other, whatever. And it's like, Oh, and then I've got like a friend, you know, in the industry. So, uh, I mean, I've got, I have like several directors who have, I've worked with either in Los Angeles, uh, LA or here in Chicago. Um, who I've been, because I've worked with them so much, 
then we've developed a friendship. And that's like, okay, well, I know that if I'm going in to read for this person, this person, or this person, they know I can do the job. It's just a matter of like, do I fit this job? You know, but then like, just like the, uh, the cat, uh, the session director who I, I told the story of earlier who fought for me in the room, if you have a director who you're friends with and, uh, you know, or a photographer who you're friends with and they're, they're trying to do a job like really quick, they're like, ah, we don't even need to cast anybody. Like, let's just bring in Lee, whatever. I know that he's going to do good work, you know, like because you're friends and like friends want to help our friends. So I don't think that like, I, I hope, I hope that that photographer wouldn't be like, would be offended by you sending that. Um, but I would say from here on out, like it's probably not necessary because mm-hmm. they, they're just happy that they found somebody who they can work with and work with well. And because uh, it makes them look good, you know, mm-hmm. no matter, no matter how good a photographer he or she might be, they still need the subject, you know, no matter mm-hmm. how good of a director he or she might be, they still need the actor to deliver the lines. Uh, or give the look or whatever, perform the copy. So when they're, when they get the person who's right, who can do that, then that's payment enough because it makes them look good. And then they get more work with their production companies and, and, you know, uh, getting hired and whatnot. So, uh, it all kind of like goes up the food chain, so to speak. You know, you don't really have to do anything, but do good work, be a cool person. Um, and as far as like the networking goes, like, Again, like gifts or, you know, it, it's, it would be better, it'd be better to take somebody out to dinner or, uh, or buy them a drink as a thank you than, than giving them like money or, or food or whatever, just cause it's not that they consider it a bribe, but it makes it, it actually makes it less personal, you know, like unless you're giving them a gift, like I said, that's unique to them, like, oh, I got you, like I know that you love to go, climbing or whatever and I I, I I saw this equipment or whatever I thought this it would be really cool or like like or like a token gift you know sure. um and instead of instead of like just here's money you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't feel bad about that like don't feel like you jeopardize anything um but just know going forward that you, you don't even need to do that much you know or like just just a handwritten thank you note to him saying hey I just really appreciate you know, all the work you brought me in for, whatever. And, uh, uh, I hope to, you know, I hope to keep this relationship going or whatever, you know, like that sort of thing will mean just as much. Uh, and you don't run the risk of, uh, it being perceived as a bribe or something, you know, the commercial jam that Jimmy runs at the green room studio is an excellent way for veterans to stay sharp and newcomers to get their feet wet. Every week, Jimmy selects a new commercial script to work on, and the jam is treated like a real audition scenario. All actors read from the same script and then get notes as a group while watching playback. Your takes are available to you via download, and it's all just 25 bucks. Sign up at thegreenroomstudio.tv. If you have a question you'd like Jimmy to answer on an upcoming episode, please call 206-424-9368 and leave a message on the podcast voicemail. I'm Lee Foster. Thanks for listening.